Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Beauty Pop Podcast. This week, we're doing something very special. Jen and I are going to be talking about celebrity wine. It's a special wine episode, so there isn't really any beauty, although wine is beautiful to both of us. And you look more beautiful the more wine you drink. So Correct. It's wine, it's wine goggles, which is why I always appreciate a good glass of wine. <laughs> I love some Chardonnay shades, some wine yep. goggles. Yeah. <laughs> Last November, right before Thanksgiving, you did an amazing pairing for Thanksgiving for the Thanksgiving meal. And I took all of your suggestions, used them to great success. And we got so much feedback from that episode that I was like, you know what? We've got to definitely do more wine stuff. I'm super excited. We're going to do more. We'll do pairings. We should, we'll have to get, I've got to get settled in and and really get serious about coming up with some good ideas for that. Because I think it is part of the lifestyle, like the whole lifestyle brand, right? Yes, we're talking mm-hmm. about beauty and wellness and feeling good. But how fun is it, especially during the summer, when we're yeah. coming into the summer months, to be able to entertain and to have an awesome wine pairing with it. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. And so today we're going to talk about celebrity-owned wines. Yep. There are a lot of them. The celebrity oh liquor space is just huge right now. Everybody and has them. Everyone. It's. I mean, it, the list can go on and on and on. We don't even need to talk about how many are out there. Most of them that I've tried are pretty terrible mm-hmm. um, because they're not wine people. And they're not really, you know, a lot of them are just like they slap a label on it. And it's just, you know, not that great. Do you want the dirty little secret about that? Yes. About why celebrity wines are terrible? Let's start there. So I I dropped on you just before we started hitting the record button today that I purchased Snooky's wine because you and I love the Jersey Shore. We do. I, you're behind. I'm still more behind than you. I'm still going through the last season. So okay. I'm, I'm working my way through. But I noticed that the episode I just watched, and again, it's from the last season. So this is like February, if way back in February when it came out that the girls had gone up to Santa Barbara Wine Country, which is an area I go all the time for wine tasting. So, of course, I was, like, super interested to see where they were going, where they were staying. And Snooki was there to talk about her new wine, Messy Mama, which <laughs> at the time <laughs> was being made by Summerland Wines, which is actually a really good winery. They've got a beautiful tasting room in Summerland, which is this little teeny tiny quaint town as you're driving up along the coast off the 101 freeway between LA and Santa Barbara. Before you get into Santa Barbara, Summerland, you blink and you miss it. But if you get off the freeway, they have a gorgeous tasting room. It's a cute little town. It's a great stop if you come to California for lunch and you can go taste wines there. And their wines are are good. I'm not going to say they're the best ever, but they're also really drinkable and it's a fun stop. And they make their wines from Santa Barbara County. So I noticed that Snooki was going there. I went, oh my gosh, Messy Mama's from Summerland. That's going to actually be a decent celebrity wine because... It's from a real wine producer. Yeah, I was. I am curious how she found it because in this season, is that where they went to the last in last season? Is the that, last season? Yeah, they went to so Santa they were, Barbara. They, they were, were there to, tasting they were in it, mm-hmm. and she liked it, and probably said, "I sh- I need to slap a label on this." Okay. Well, she had already done Messy Mama, and they were producing because they were putting labels on the wine bottles. Um, so they were already connected, but I did notice on social media the last couple of weeks that she's been, she's been promoting a new launch of Messy Mama. And so I thought I'm going to do this just to make Victoria laugh. I'm going to spend the 40 bucks. Really? I did it for you. Cause I was like, I'm going to just wait, try so it. That's a good question. It's $40 for two bottles. Okay. You can so only, it's 20 bucks so a your minimum order is $2 or two, excuse me, two bottles. You can, Which you makes have to sense. order at least two. Yeah. For shipping. Of the shipping, yeah, shipping yeah. wine. FYI is hard and it's pricey because yeah. you have to get the signature and all that. 
So my wine has not even arrived yet, but I ordered it literally for you for the podcast. I'll do what a kind of wine if you it? want. Um, it's a good question. There's a white and a red. The white, I think, is a Chardonnay. Is that right? And then the red is, I think, a red blend. Okay. No, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Oh, okay. So I looked and I was like, is this still being made by Summerland? It's not. She's Uh-oh. getting it done now by a wine house. And so this is where this begins. A lot of celebrities who like wine and who just want to sell something as part of their merch, they go to these big companies that produce pretty mediocre at best wine. And then you customize a label. They, they're like custom crush facilities, essentially is what they call them. And they put labels on them and then allow celebrities to sell them themselves. And they probably do the fulfillment and the shipping and all that. And there are wineries that have been, that, there are wineries that are set up just simply to do those custom crush projects. And so now Snooki, and I don't know if it's because they broke all the bottles or if they were a little too much for Summerland, maybe off-brand, not quite classy enough. Um, she's now doing wa- wines out of Walla Walla, Washington. So um, we'll see if they're good. Washington wines are, are good, just like California wines. But I'd be interested. This one looks less known mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the Summerland version, which obviously so has now sold I have out. To, this is interesting. And and. Go, I'm not going to give anything away because I know you're behind on Jersey Shore. But this season, the current season of Jersey Shore, they go on a messy mama wine trip. So it's Snooky, Dina, Angelina, yeah. and Wow. That's what and, I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But they're out in California. And mm-hmm. they land... I'll have to watch the episode again now. They landed in LA and they drove up to Summerlin. So what I think is because this was actually done, they're usually almost a year behind. Okay, when they so then Jersey this is a Shower. recent change. So the episode that aired, I think, originally in February of 2023 was probably done in, because it was right as Vinny was starting Dancing with the Stars. So I'm going to say it was probably done in August of 2022. So... She had the deal with Summerland in August of 2022. She probably sold all that out. And now the winery that she's working with is Knocking Point Wines, which is a custom crush facility where basically knocking you design point. the label. Mm-hmm. Oh, knock. Okay. So Knocking Point is Stephen Amell, the actor. He, oh, that's who interesting. Played, who played the Green Arrow on the show Arrow on, uh, oh, really? you know, on, C- on CW. He and his buddy started Knocking Point. So they have, oh, I know what I ordered now. I totally lied to you about the Chardonnay and the Pinot. They have, I ordered Rowdy Rosé <laughs> and Raunchy Red. Oh, my God. The names. So it's a red blend and a rosé. We'll see. But see, yeah, but Knocking Point, yeah, because I, I used to follow Stephen Amell. I was, Lewis and I used to watch um, Arrow on the CW all the time. It had the Flash in it and, like, you know, all the other superheroes and stuff. It was a great show. And that's what put Stephen Amell on the map. And oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. So Andrew he and, his, and Steven, yeah. He and his buddy Drew started Knocking Point Wine. They had a coffee subscription yeah, for a while them. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they had a coffee subscription for a while, too. But I don't know. Apparently, there are like a lot of restrictions on shipping coffee as well yeah. as wine. It's so weird, ditched, isn't it? Yeah. I think they ditched the coffee. But the Knocking Point Wine, I've never tried it. But they have wine events and like I, um, a lot of it is just to meet him, really. Right. But they do all kinds of like events and tastings and it seems like they've built the name up so i'm Maybe not she's surprised helping them. yeah and I'm so no surprised. longer summerland so now she's with knocking point so we'll see so i'll be i'm awaiting I, I'm my really rowdy rosé and raunchy red now i'm extra intrigued to have you try it because i've always wondered if knocking yeah. point wine was any good um but i just didn't want i didn't bother ordering it through the mail and everything and in new jersey funny when i think of laws. washington i think of pinot noir 
And, and it's a no, light I, Pinot. Yeah. It's very light. Like A to so Z is I don't one of the normally best. think of rosé or the rowdy red blend, but we'll see. Right. <laughs> we'll right. see how it is. And I'm sure it's going to be they fine. They had, um, I think the first wine that Knocking Point released, I think it was called like Two Dudes Rosé or something. It had a oh, name with dudes in it. And uh-huh. like dudes can drink rosé too was like their whole thing. And naturally- I endorse only- that. Only women bought the bottles, but of you know, because Stephen Amell's kind of well, hot. These two are so. pretty hot. I know. Well, I was yeah. just looking at them. They're pretty hot. They're not bad looking. That's for yeah, sure. Stephen Amell's definitely hot. So, and he's, yeah, he's got a killer body. He has a wrestling show now called Heels. Oh. It's on A&E, I think. Oh, they're doing a lot of wrestling shows on A&E now. Those yeah. documentaries, don't sleep on them. The wrestling documentaries are really good. Yeah. So I'm I'm very intrigued to hear your review of the Knocking Point slash Snooky Wine. <laughs> I love it. All right. So let's get into some of our, our faves. My, mm-hmm. my list, because it's, you know, we're recording this right before Memorial Day weekend. We're kicking yep. off the summer. And I love rosé in the month of May. That's of just course. sort of like my thing, right? It's That's like, you know, the Beaujolais happen, right, in November. Yep. And rosé is a summer. It's the summer season, baby. You yep. know, spring and summer is rosé season. All day. Rosé all day. Rosé all day, um, which is terrible rosé. Don't ever buy rosé all day. Oh, no. That's it's actually, you're right. Awful. It's not good. It's mm-hmm. awful. Very sweet. That's based on, um, which is one of the fu- one of the funniest books I've ever read. Um, the, the uh, what's her name? Babe, Babe Walker was this fictional girl. She was, it's literally a, a hilarious book, but Babe Rosé and No Way Rosé, she got hooked up with, you know, the guy on Instagram, the fat Jew? No. He's got, or the fat Jewish is his name. And he's uh-huh. got like a man bun and he's just like goofy, like, but he's a gazillionaire. And so he ended up bottling that Rosé with the two, it's a guy and a girl who wrote the book. So that's where No Way Rosé and All Day Rosé oh, and like all that stuff, there's a whole line of it that comes in cans. You know, oh, it's, yeah, I've seen the cans. Yeah, the cans just, are convenient if you're picnicking, yeah. but you got to have a decent wine inside the can. I, I, I bought the bottle. Of, I bought a bottle of it when it first came out and it was selling out everywhere because the yeah. book had sold millions and millions of copies. So the wine was and the fat Jewish was the biggest thing on Instagram at the time. Mm-hmm. And so the wine sold out everywhere. And when I finally got a bottle of it, I was really disappointed. I bet. It is Ugh. bitter and acidic and just tasted cheap. And, Yuck. and mean, it probably is all those things probably definitely it was cheap bad so but i do love rosé so my list mm-hmm. is all rosé and you have other celebrity um wines that are not all in the rosé category so let's kick it off what's your first I, I guess it's in no particular order right what do you like yeah so well okay so before we start i think we have to give props to the the most famous of all celebrity wines any guesses the most famous of all celebrity wines. The one that kind of started it all, really. is. I would go Francis- with Coppola? Yeah, that's right. right? Francis Ford okay. Coppola. Okay. Coppola is probably the most famous, most well-known, most widely available celebrity wine. So, And you know, I've never the, had it. Is it any they're good? They're very drinkable. They're very okay. drinkable. I, I don't drink them a lot, but they are grocery store wines. They're very easy to find. They're pretty affordable. And um, definitely, he's kind of the king of all celebrity wines. So Francis Ford Coppola, Coppola wines, big one. Do you know what is really good? I just, I just remembered this. Hmm. Sophia Coppola, his daughter... Yeah, it has rosé. Has, has I haven't had the rosé, but she has champagne in a can. Oh, and it's you delicious. would love that. Oh, that's so it good. It is good tip. So good. It's dry. 
Mm-hmm. It comes in in like a tiny, maybe a ten ounce can. Yeah, um, eight to ten ounces. It's small. It's one one glass, maybe a little bit more than one. It is so good. Like literally, when I used to hmm. live in Manhattan, I would have I would buy a ca- a twelve pack of them, and we would shotgun them on the deck. Like oh, they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> they they are so so good. So if you ever come across Sofia Coppola, and it's called Champagne in a Can. I'll and have so to find it. It's really good. It is huh, okay. shockingly so good for something Coppola. in a can. Yeah. All right. So that's the we have to pay tribute. We start the with first, the, the first one I have to tell you about is I'm Zach. Gonna, Brown. I'm taking notes like the last. Uh, you last know episode. I love. You know I love country music, right? Yeah. And I love the Zach Brown band. Okay. Zach Brown has a wine that is incredibly good, and it's because it's sourced from Napa. And it's incredibly affordable. I found it actually at my dad's girlfriend's restaurant. She, you know, restaurateurs have to find great bottles of wine that aren't too expensive. So they don't have to charge their customers a bazillion dollars for a glass of wine. Sure. And she goes, have you tried this wine? She brings it over to me. I had tried, I started with the Sauvignon Blanc, which is a white. And I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. She's like, it's Zach Brown's wine. So I thought. What's it called? Are there more? <laughs> his, his wine label is Z Alexander Brown. So Z Alexander Brown, Zach Brown wines are fabulous. They're called Uncaged, and he's got Sauvignon Blanc. He has Cabernet. He has a couple of cabs, actually, and he has a red blend. I've tried three of them. I've tried the Sauvignon Blanc, the Cabernet, the red blend. They are all phenomenal. I particularly love the red blend and the Sauvignon Blanc. And for probably about 10 to 15 bucks, actually probably about 15 bucks a bottle. Wow. They are a jam and deal great wine. You'll impress people and you'll be like, oh, it's Zach Brown's wine. So it's it's great because he sources from Napa, which a lot of the celebrity wines don't come from the from the nicer areas. So Z Alexander Brown is a, is a great place to start. It's I a think, good name too. Wines. Mm-hmm. Right? It sounds It's a very... cool label. They kind of have like a cool head on the label. You know, Zach Brown's very, um, very rocker-ish. And yeah. 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 He's so definitely like Southern rock for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily even call him like country country. He's no. sort of- he kind of goes back and forth. I think Southern rock, country, just regular old rock and roll, and a lot of soul, too. He does yeah. His concerts, just as an aside, are typically three hours long, and he is on the stage the entire time. He brings out the opening act. He comes out and plays with them. He, br- uh, he, is, he is a fabulous performer and a wow. really talented musician. And apparently he's got a, a, a good nose for wine. <laughs> and good wines. <laughs> I How about that? I would never have guessed that, ever. That's, um, yep. that's amazing. See, this is one. why I love doing episodes like this with Jen. First of all, I forgot to even mention Jen is a sommelier. She went yes. through all the testing and all that education. So that's why she knows so much. But it's also really stuff. fun. But you yep. also find great stuff. Like you're not saying like, oh, it's an $85 bottle of wine, you know, 15 no. bucks for a, a bottle of wine that you said, you know, tastes really good from Zach Brown. Like that's a great find. You want to find a good deal. Yeah. And because I know a couple of these wines that are good are pretty pricey. I yeah. think on your list, you have John Legend. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Let's talk about John Legend because this so cab we'll- is $95. Okay. That is, there's a little bit of the behind the scenes that you know about this, right? Mm-hmm. I believe his wine comes from Raymond Vineyards. It does come right? from Raymond, it's yeah. made by Raymond. Part of the see- Jean-Charles Boisset collection, which is okay. amazing. He's so- married to Gina Gallo, their wine royalty. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, So the Raymond, I've seen this numerous times, just a bottle of Raymond Red Mm -hmm. in Total Wine or wherever. And those are, 
I want to say they're like in the 30s or 40s, right? Yeah. Or maybe even more. The John yep. Legend, the I have not had any of his reds because th- mm-hmm. they are expensive. And I was in like, when he first launched, I was in the club. So I would you'd have to pick a certain number of bottles. But then they'd always try to throw a red in. And I'm like, I don't want to yeah. spend $85 on a bottle of wine. You Cha-ching! Know? It's yeah. expensive. So I went, I opted for the rosé. And John Legend's, uh, his label is called love it's l-v-e there's no o Mm -hmm. so um his love rosé is my favorite rosé it's it's well actually it was my favorite until this past week there's something that that took the lead okay which is shocking wait i can't wait to tell you so but his love rosé is delicious it's 17.99 now the the prices i grabbed are from total wine it Mm -hmm. might be a little more expensive if you're in your local you know it might be a dollar or two difference yeah total wine does so much volume but yeah the love rosé is delicious 17.99 to me his his real standout is the sparkling rosé that's i haven't tried the sparkling rosé I've seen it anywhere from 19.99 at mm-hmm. Total Wine up to like 24 in, you know, other liquor stores. Still a good deal. Yeah. It is phenomenal. I, if you like anything sparkling, it is so good. It has the perfect blend of it's not sweet because I'm I don't like sweet anything, mm-hmm. especially in rosé. I don't want sweet rosé that makes well, me yeah, gag. Well, yeah, they turn into tr- sugar bombs and then you just get a headache. Terrible. Yeah, it's gross. So, but this is extremely drinkable. I brought a couple. I brought a couple bottles last summer over to my friend's house. We didn't even realize it how fast they were going. <laughs> we were just like, I mean, sitting on the deck and just sipping the rosé. I'm like, oh my god, the two bottles are gone. It is <laughs> phenomenal. I would highly recommend the LVE love rosé and the sparkling rosé mm-hmm. for sure and it's reasonably priced and it's delicious so that's my I first rosé i'll jump in on that on john legend just for a second because he has a chardonnay and a cabernet that are both really good the chardonnay i think i li- i remember liking a little more it's also cheaper the cabernet you're going to find better cabernets than the one that you're going to get from him it's good. It's drinkable. It's not worth $95 or $85, whatever yeah. you're going to find it for. Yeah. Um, the labels, however, on the shard and the cab are gorgeous. They are roses. They are laser cut. They are beautiful, beautiful labels. But I think the bargain, if you want to try the John Legend wines, definitely stick with the rosé, the sparkling rosé, as you suggested, or the Chardonnay. All right, so take us to your next on on what's next on your list of your Well, let me take you to celebs. my sad defunct list because I um I was very very sad to do a little research for this podcast because one of my favorite celebrity wines is actually probably the favorite celebrity wine that I have is a wine called Ferguson Crest. And it was from Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah. And she had the most amazing Viognier. And I have loved this Viognier. I found it, didn't even know she made wine. But I was um, walking through a wine festival up in Santa Barbara a few years ago, walked up to a tent, it said Ferguson Crest. And I said, Oh, what do you have? And they said, Viognier. Viognier for me is my favorite white because I'm a red wine drinker. Viogniers are the red wine drinkers' white. But they're either going to be really, really good or really, really bad. And this one was really, really good. And so I was like, oh, tell me about your winery. And they're like, oh, well, we're the Ferguson family and blah, blah. And they said, you know, Sarah, do you know Fergie? And I was like, the Duchess or the singer? Mm-hmm. And they're like, the singer? 
the, I'm her dad. I'm oh. Peter. And I was like, oh my gosh. I said, that's incredible. These, these wines are fabulous. This Viognier, stunning. Maybe one of my top Viogniers ever. And so he was so appreciative of that. And he said, I have a real passion for wine. She helps me out, but I do. This is my passion project. Oh, I love that. And I looked it up because I had not seen them at events. And I was like, you know, I got to I Uh-oh. looked it up for this episode. He passed away last fall. Oh, no. And um, oh. yeah, and I don't think he was that old. So Peter has passed. And so I was looking for the website still. And it looks like the website is no longer being paid for. So I have a feeling that maybe Ferguson Crest is out of business, which I hate oh. telling you about because this is one. But if you see it, sometimes you'll see it on shelves somewhere. If you see Ferguson Crest, the Viognier is really fabulous. The other one that's now defunct, your husband, this one goes in for our producer, for Lewis, Tommy Lasorda, do you know, had wines. He had really? these incredible Italian wines. I don't huh. love Pinot Grigio. Yeah, it's okay. Me to me, Pinot Grigio is like a little flavored water. His Pinot Grigio <laughs> was one of the best Pinot Grigios I've ever had. And he had all of these fabulous varietals. Lasorda would bring, and they were priced right. They were eight, it was 18 bucks for the bottle of Pinot Grigio. Were they from and Italy? They were, he brought them in from Italy and they were Lasorda wines. Wow. And so I thought since we were talking about defunct celebrity wines, I would have to pay tribute to two of my favorites. And I do have to give a thumbs down award. To a wine, a celebrity wine that you and I both have tried. Okay. Do you remember the fresh vine wine? Yes. It was That's awful. a project from Julianne Huff and Nina Dobrev. And this was a low sugar, low carb attempt at wine. And was it, it was a failure. It was so terrible. Sometimes it still exists. we have to give you the good ones. Sometimes we have to give you the bad ones. But it still I have exists. To give you, I just saw I followed It does. Nina it's still Dobrev. up there. It's, yeah. It's I follow actually I follow Julianne as well um, on Instagram and they were just in a store, maybe like a Whole Foods or something. And they were out promoting the wine was on sale or something. But I remember they sent us, we were sent that right on the radio show that that we did together. And I remember the red was horrific, horrific, awful. I think they sent us a bottle of red and a bottle of white. I don't really like white wine. Um, but the white wine, while not good <laughs> by any means, a lot it was better than better the red. than the red. Yeah, it was better than the red. And so all these celebrity wines are not always good, and that was one that I have to give the thumbs down to. You know what I want to ask you about while we're on the celeb topic? Have mm-hmm. you tried the the Cameron Diaz one, Avalon? No, I want to because that's the same kind of concept. Is that it's supposed to be organic, no sulfites? Um, right. I was thinking about maybe ordering a bottle. I I would think that she would have a good product. I don't well, think she'd mess reason, around with yucky tasting wine. Right. And the reason that I ask is because I, when in doing, you know, coming up with my list of, of uh, since we're sticking with the celeb-owned wines, mm-hmm. you know, Dumois is my favorite Instagram account to follow. Yeah. And she did last year for, um, I think, BuzzFeed or something. She reviewed, she and a bunch of friends reviewed a ton of celebrity wines. Oh, what they gave like? They gave Aveline... I'm assuming it's Aveline, right? That's yeah. how you say it. It's A-V-A-L-I-N-E. They mm-hmm. gave it the highest marks except for we one other one. We got to try it then. We have to order that because I've been looking at it. I and- don't know if they have red I because they, they reviewed the white, oh. whatever the white one was. I don't know if they if she also has red, but I would assume they do. There's a difference between wines that are organic and sulfite-free. Those can still be good. 
the ones that they try to pull, I, I don't know if you can pull the sugar. The sugar occurs naturally when they're fermenting. So I think that was the problem with the fresh wines. I don't, you may, I don't know how you pull the sugar, but you can yeah. definitely do organic. You can eliminate well, sulfites and you're still going to get a great wine. Right. And typically if you're advertising something that's lower in sugar, it's just because it's got less alcohol. Correct. Which is so not what's good. the point? Not part yeah. of the fun. No, no. How could we be a messy mama? Who wants a bottle of wine that's like 8% alcohol? That's exactly like, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's like not like, why did I even waste money on this? But yeah, so Aveline, we'll put on our list. We'll put that on the list for sure. One to try. Um, the, the second of the rosés that I do like mm-hmm. is, um, from Brangelina Chateau oh, Miraval. So good. Yeah. This is a winner. such a good rosé. And it is a traditional French rosé yes, as well. Right from the good. Chateau in France, mm-hmm. in Miraval, France, where they had that Chateau. I don't know who owns it now, but the, you know their their divorce has been so ugly. It's been going on for five years. It's not even yep. over yet. She apparently sold her shares in the wine business. Brad was supposed to have like the first chance to buy those, and it was a whole thing. So I don't know what the status of it is now. I would assume that there's still... You know, I haven't had it since last year, so I would assume that it's still really good. But Miraval, yeah. it started out at about $26 a bottle. It was like $26, $27 a bottle. It's now at Total Wine for 18 So I'm not sure what that means. More mass production or something if like that. If it means anything, yeah. I don't know. I haven't tried it at that price point. I will be trying it soon um, because that is definitely one that I always go back to. It is very similar, I will say, to the John Legend rosé. Even though okay. John Legend's rosé is made in California, yeah. it's it it must have been sort of copied in that style. Stylistically. I don't remember making that comparison. I remember I tried Miraval um, a couple of times, but it was at the best wines in the world. I went to this event last June, and it's, uh, it's Wine Spectator, I believe, mm-hmm. or Southern Wine and Spirits. It puts together every wine that's gotten over 90 points across the globe, and they put them in the convention center in Vegas. And... It's that must like, be insane. Uh, oh, my God. You can't drink them all. You have to spit. Yeah. And Miraval was still tasting good last June when I tried it. That's the last time I've had it. Okay. But it was still really, really lovely. And it's yeah. it's dry. It's it's fruity, but it's got it's a little crisp. earth to it because of yeah. that, that style. And, yes, you're right. It is crisp. It's clean. It's perfect. You don't need it with food. You can just drink it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lovely, lovely rosé. It, it is. Um. Do you want me to give you my number one? Let, or what, what What else do you have on your list? Okay, so I'm going to give you my final two. My okay. final two recommendations, the good ones. Okay, you ready? Um, Casa Dumets. It's sort of a cheat because they are no longer a couple. They have uncoupled. But Emilio Estevez, remember Emilio? Yeah, from the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks Emilio Estevez was coupled up with a woman named Sonia Majewski, and they opened up together a winery up in Santa Inez, Santa Barbara County, in the Los Alamos area, which is super trendy. They now have, um, what do they call the a Michelin star restaurant there? It's a Western town, so everything looks very old Westy kind of stuff. But they have the cutest, coolest tasting room. Sonia with Emilio also opened up a beer tasting room right next door. So it's perfect. Like if you've got a husband or a boyfriend who's like, I don't want this wine stuff, he can right. go and do a you beer tasting. You send him into the other room. <laughs> Their wines are incredible. She does Rhone varietals that will knock your socks off. Wow. And the two that I would highly recommend, well, an honorable mention, the rosé is phenomenal. You will love it. And wait, what's the, the name of the label again? It's Casa. called Casa Dumets. And... 
So Rosé is incredible. D-U-M-E-T-Z. Oh, D-U-M. Okay. E-T-Z. Yep. Casa Dumets. Okay. So the Rosé is phenomenal. One of my favorite reds is a Grenache. And the Grenache is absolutely incredible. I was just there a month ago. And she has three different types of Grenache that she does. I bought them all. And her price point is not crazy. Typically with a wine like this, you'd probably think you're paying $60, $70, $80. Her price point is around $30 to $40. Bucks. Wow. It is so delicious. And then she also does a lot of those Rhone varietal whites. She does Marsan, Roussan, and Viognier. They are all fabulous. Now, Emilio has, de- has de- uh, departed Casa Dumas, <laughs> but I still count him as a founding member. So I sure. count them as a celebrity wine, but it's really, really fantastic. Oh, my um, gosh. And then never finally, it, but I love it. This is another one you're never going to hear of because this is a very old, well, dead now celebrity. <laughs> Do you know who Raymond Burr is? Yeah. he Wasn't he like old Hollywood old school actor? Like He was Perry Mason. Okay. He was in everything. Okay. I would have never really paid attention to Raymond Burr, but my dad was a big fan. And I was up in in Sonoma and there in the Dry Creek area, which has luscious, amazing, incredibly deep, beautiful Zinfandels. A lot of great reds come from there. And he said, we got to go to Raymond Burr's winery. And I'm like, why would we do that? Raymond Burr, little known fact, when he was an actor in Hollywood, all the women loved him. He was gay. And so he did not love all the women. (laughs) But his partner, who was much younger, was carrying on the tradition of his winery. The most fun place, the guy comes out, he's wearing the shortest shorts. And he's like, (laughs) I'm barbecuing hot dogs. Do you want to come in? And he like, as us all come in, he's got hot dogs of all things at the winery. But he opens up this Zinfandel. I have never forgotten it, Victoria. It is so fantastic. I actually just purchased a bottle at Total Wine. The one that I just had and opened was the 2018, um, the 2018 Zinfandel. It is a bold, beautiful red. They also have, and I remember them being good. I haven't tried them recently, but they've got Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc. They do ports, which I'm not really into, but they are the red specialists. If you love a delicious California, big, bold, fruity, jammy red, this is a great winery, even though he's now deceased. And it's just called Raymond Burr? Raymond Burr Winery. Mm -hmm. Wow. And really delicious. And I, I love that you can find it at Total Wine because there's one near me. So I love that, that you know, yep. that source. And what's the price point on these? Um, let me see. I actually pulled them up. So the Zin, because I bought this quite a while ago. The Zin is 50. Oh, no, 25. Oh, my gosh. It's on sale right now for $25, originally 43 Wow. And the Cabernet Sauvignon for this quality, 52 bucks is a fair price. I'm so, thinking this is a great Father's Day gift for my dad. He loves a oh big my California red. And I'm so, showing you the label is so cool because it's his signature, pretty. which is what was known. He was known for the Raymond Burr signature. It appeared on a lot of the things that he directed and produced. And if he's an old Hollywood fan. Yeah. Both my parents are. That's great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You come up with the best stuff. I love it. All right. I've I know. I knew more. it was kind of obscure, but. No, it's great. Okay. I wish Number my grandfather was still here. He would have been like, oh, I loved Raymond Burr. Well, the <laughs> funny thing is my grandmother was in love with Raymond Burr. Oh, really? Ever. I don't think it's I have to in. look him up. I don't know what he looked like. He was a handsome guy. Very, you know, especially in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. 
the strong silent the type in the 50s, right? Exactly. Like that was like the whole thing. Yeah. That was what they wanted with the cool hair. <laughs> nice. All right. So my final and the new ranking champion of rosés for me, especially not even just celebrity, just rosés in general. In general. Okay. This takes the cake. The new, the new ranking champion is Maison number nine. This rosé. Blue. I know who makes this. Who is this that makes it? I'm going to make you guess. It blew my socks off because the person who makes this is a celebrity in a world that you would never cross over into delicious rosé. I'll give you a hint. He is known for flaming hot Cheeto ads and Doritos, like flaming hot Dorito oh, ads. Man. I know That's it's what he's known like, for. Because I know I just saw it. I know. Oh, gosh. It's either a rapper. Yep. You're, in the, is, you're right? in the right. Yeah. You're in the right area. Help me it's out. It's not Snoop. I no. 19, Snoop has not ninety one crimes, crimes. Nineteen crimes. Yeah, something like something that. Like right. That. Um, I have not tried Snoop's wine. I, I, I don't know if it's any good because Martha, his good friend Martha, who's now blowing up um, Sports Illustrated. I know she has her own version of his line. She's got a, a bottle of Chardonnay or something. Mm-hmm. But no, Maison Number no. Nine Rosé is Post Malone. Post Malone, there you go. It is so freaking good. I have been hearing about it like a little bit here and there, but I've never seen it on a menu until last weekend. Actually, no, it was Mother's Day. On Mother's Day, after we take my parents out for dinner or or lunch or whatever, we always we meaning my brother, his wife, Lewis, and me, the four of us go and drink where you know mm-hmm. we can where we can drink in peace. And my right. mom isn't like you don't need any more. You know nobody so, needs to drink more. We go to a place. We live in New Jersey, so we're we were in. Uh, we go to Asbury Park, right? That's mm-hmm. a sort of a hot spot around here. And sure enough, I I'm looking through the rosés because it's like late afternoon. I didn't really want vodka. I didn't want a martini. I'm like, you know, maybe some rosé will be really good. And as soon as I saw Maison number nine on the list, the bartender tried to talk me out of it because he was like, really? I said, well, I really, I, I like dry. Which one? Mm-hmm. They had two offerings. I, I didn't know the other one. He goes, oh, well, the other one's from, you know, the other one is from California and everybody really loves it or whatever. I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to love rosé from California other than John Legend. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Maison number nine is made in France. Okay. And it is in that same, you know, probably old world style that mm-hmm. like Mir- Chateau Miraval is. I'm t- And it was only like, I don't know, $13 for the glass or something. It, it was so drinkable from the first sip. It was incredible. And then I went back to that Dumois list when she reviewed all the celebrity wine. She also ranked Maison number nine as like her top, top two. Oh, wow. She she described it as it's, she said, it's as smooth as a Rolls Royce on a smooth highway. Oh, I love it. And it is. It is the smoothest drinking rosé that you could possibly have. Is that all he has? Do you know in in his line? I think that's it. I haven't seen anything else. I think That's really cool. He just did one really, really good rosé. And it's it's $18.99 a bottle at Total Wine. So that's a score. All right. So Maison number nine, right? Yep. Maison number nine. And it doesn't have- I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, and I don't think his name is even on the bottle. I, I think it's a very much like people looked into it and they're like, wow, Posty, that's what his fan, I'm a Posty yeah. fan. Uh, Posty did this, like, this is so wild. I mean, he's literally the guy with the face tats on the everybody Super Bowl commercials for Doritos. He's, <laughs> he's also really nice to his fans, though, isn't yes. he? Like, he's all, like yeah. everybody loves him. That's yeah, really cool. I, I'm, 
I'm excited to try it. Maison number nine. I'm going to look for it. And I have one final big thumbs down. Ooh, a thumbs down one. Okay. And this is going to be controversial. I'm just going to say it because everybody loves this wine and everybody thinks they have to love it. No one's allowed to say anything negative about it. But I give two emphatic thumbs down to Whispering Angel. I think it is trash. Whispering Angel Angel Rosé. I don't know, but it started in probably like six or seven years ago, it started making the scene in, in Manhattan and, and then out on fire Island, all my gay friends go to fire Island and every, Mm -hmm. they have the giant magnums of whispering angel. And it's like, it just became this marketing thing. It reminds me of like Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio back in like 1999. just the thing. Exactly. And everyone, it was marketing and it was terrible wine, but everyone drank it because you think you're supposed to. The yeah. vodka version of this for me, because I'm a vodka drinker, I hate Tito's and Tito's has done, really? done the oh, best see, I marketing. Love Tito's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't do a Tito's martini and I don't like it with any lime juice in it. It changes the flavor. So it's, I mean, in a pinch, I'll just drink it plain with, with you know, club soda. But yeah. Whispering Angel, I think it tastes like acid. I think and it's and it and I've had it in restaurants where it's twenty two dollars a glass, Holy sometimes moly. more, and it is just save your money, go after some post Malone, go for the Chateau Miraval, go for John Legend, but Whispering Angel to me, uh uh-uh. uh, it's that's a, a non starter now. Yep, I'm going with you. You're emphatic about it. I I know your. I would palette. love for you I to like try your it. Palette. Yeah, I would love for you to try it and just because to me, like when you have a when you sip a glass of rosé. Or any kind of white wine. I don't really get the same thing from the reds. But when you take that first sip and you get that like almost like an afterburn. Yeah. You know, that that real acidic thing that kind of just lingers. You don't want that. That's what no. Whispering Angel is. But it's a whole bottle of it. And it's just like, okay, I, I can't. Yeah, that's, that means it's not balanced. It, when we, you hear a lot of wine snobs go, oh, what a nice balanced wine. It means that it goes down smoothly. It's not Post killing Malone's, you in I'm one telling direction. You. Yeah. Post so Malone is like, the, problem. the Maison number nine is like, if you could drink velvet, that's what that is like. It I is gotta so try. Good. I am so excited now. You got yeah. me ready to go. Plus it is rosé season. I mean, yes. we're unofficially into summer. So I'm going to, this weekend, going to do that. And I'll report back on that and on the Snooky Wines. I cannot wait for the next review. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so we'll pick that up again in our next podcast episode. And if someone skips this one, they're going to be like, why are they talking they're about like, wine? What are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I now this is making me want to go out and buy some wine. But I, I, I have to find where Maison Number no. 9 is. I, don't, I haven't seen it yet at the local um, Total Wine. But yeah. that would probably be the place to find it. I don't know that it had a huge distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's bigger in Europe because it's made in France. I don't know especially with the French name, maybe. Yeah. But um, huh. I am so excited to try your Zach Brown wine. Do it. That's- you're going to love it. It's a bargain. It's good. The red blend you'll love, especially if you're not a white wine drinker. Yeah. Very and the drinkable. Raymond Burr. Uh, I don't know that I'd so be able fun. to find the, ca- the Casa Dumets, but the Raymond Burr. You'd be surprised. Casa Dumets, and it's a beautiful label, by the way. So her Grenache is, is pretty widely distributed now. So check it out. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for all of your great tips as always. Thank you. Thank you guys. We definitely have to do more of, uh, of our wine episodes. I love it so much. It's like Um, happy hour. 
It is. It is. Next time we need to be drinking these wines while say, we're doing this. I was going to say, why are we not drinking? We're I'm drinking sober. water. We're so boring. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody have a fantastic, healthy, and happy and safe Memorial Day weekend. And wherever you're going, I hope you have good weather to kick off the summer weekend. Have some of the rosés and the wines that we recommended. And let us know what you like, what you don't like. Follow us on Instagram at beautypoppod. You can also hit us up on um uh, YouTube. We've got a, a fun YouTube channel. You can just search Beauty Pop Podcast and follow us there. Follow Jen at Jennifer Horn Radio. You can follow me at On Air Victoria. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much.